Hey y'all, this is Brian Potter and I am a Shelly Spears and welcome to the Space of Grace podcast. This podcast is for everyday people like us, regardless of sex, age, and background. To make room for people to encounter God's grace throughout their lives. So come into our space where we welcome real conversations. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Space of Grace podcast. We are so excited to have with you a special guest today, and we are looking forward to you guys getting to know more about her. But right now, I'd like to share who I am. I am Briah Potter, one of the founders. And I am Shelly Spears, the other founder. Welcome, guys. It's such uh, just a blessing to be here today and to have you guys tune in. Amen. So guys, we would love to introduce with you our special guest, Kanisha Berry. And she's a certified relationship life coach and founder of Berry Thoughtful Life Coaching. Her goal is to empower professional women to live a life full of purpose, passion, and fulfillment. She uses emotional awareness to lead her clients to the confidence they need to overcome fear, self-doubt, and the negative self-talk that's keeping them from the life of their dreams. So without further ado, please welcome guys with us, Kanisha Berry. Hey, Thank you guys for having me. Thank you for creating such a beautiful place and space for us to come and come together and talk and share these kind of ideas. Well, we just are so blessed and honored to have you on, which you guys are going to soon learn as Kanisha Berry is a woman full of wisdom. She is the Proverbs 31 woman, and she has a lot of wisdom to share with us today. Yes, guys. And we are just lit, excited, and ready for her to go. So yes. without further ado, we'll have her share with us anything that you'd like for our viewers to know about you, Kanisha, that I didn't share already. Uh, what i love for people to know about me is that I am what I call a God girl. Now, I find mm-hmm. Jesus Christ as my Savior, but I like to call myself a God girl because for years we've lived abroad, and I've learned that sometimes the word Christianity will close people down. Mm-hmm. But just using the language of a God girl opens the doors for me. And But but also being that, like, I, I love the Word of God. I don't just, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not a church person. In fact, I struggle with that part of my faith. Um, not because of me, but because of who society has decided I have to be with this church thing. And that doesn't say I don't go to church, but again, we've been living abroad for 10 years. So church is a very different thing mm-hmm. than what I grew up with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm, I'm definitely a God girl. I love the Lord. I love the word of God. Um, I'm a mom. I'm a wife of 23 years. And Aww. so my goal has always been when I, when God placed Barry Thoughtful on my heart before I knew its name, I said, God, please don't allow this to come before my family. And if ever I get it out of order, then, you know, mm. let me know and so take it good. away from me. So it's been a very slow walk. But what I can say is I get really excited when I hear my, my husband and my children talk about me and the work because they never felt like it came before them. So there's no resentment about what I do because they understood they was first in the situation. Mm. Mm. Amen. I love that phrase, God girl. So sweet. Exactly. So sweet. Yes. 
Well, we just are so thankful that you were able to share more of your heart and you give our listeners more context about you um, and your beautiful family. But let's transition over to talking more about very thoughtful life coaching. So, you know, Kanisha, how did that come about and why the focus on relationships? Well, because it came about from that place in my life. Mm. So very thoughtful, um, interesting enough, it's what I believe to be my purpose for my pain. Um, and my husband and I, we, our life is an open book. We decided that anything that God can use in our life, we will share it with people. So um, about 10, 11 years ago, my marriage was what I call on fire. We had moved mm. to the UAE. My husband had gone four months before um, the children and I showed up and he had found himself in an emotional relationship with another woman. And so interesting wow. enough, when I thought, you know, I'm in a happy marriage, but truth was, I knew that I wasn't, I wasn't ready to face um, many of the obstacles that we had, even prior to leaving America. I just, I was very much the type of person that as long as it looked good on the outside, mm. then it's good. And so let's not shake it up. Let's not make it uncomfortable. It just needs to look good. And many times prior to this, my husband was trying to tell me and, 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 you know, help me to understand his hurt, his pain, his confusion about what was going on in our marriage, but I didn't want to hear it. And that doesn't justify the affair, but what we have to understand, it definitely opened the door because I wasn't Mm -hmm. um, emotionally available to him. And so in that discovering um, the relationship that he was having with this other woman. And of course, like every woman, I think I'm going to pack up and this is it. I'm, I'm out of this marriage. Um, when he opened his heart to me to say that I am just as confused about why this is happening as you are. And I do love you and I do value our marriage and I don't want to ever do this again. We decided because this took place when we moved to the UAE Mm-hmm. Um, which is the very much the desert. And God had given me Isaiah, and I think it's 44, where he says, um, I will do a new thing. Amen. He, mm-hmm. he gave me that scripture before we were leaving, over and over and over again. But when I got into that place, and of course we always think new is good and exciting and, <laughs> and happy stuff, right? But yeah. what God showed me in that time, he says, Cause I was devastated and I'm like, Lord, you right. told me you was going to do a new thing. And he said, but you stopped reading. I didn't tell you oh. to stop reading. And mm. he says in the desert, I will provide a stream. And here we were in the desert and I'm like, what? And I'm in a Muslim country. So I didn't have any, no Christian church that I knew about. I had, hadn't even been there a month when I learned this. I didn't have a routine yet. I didn't have any Christian church that I knew about to reach out to for help. And so it was me and God, and it was Andre and God. But he needed to take us on our individual journey to Mm, heal us from the false beliefs that we bought into our marriage, to open up, renew our heart and our mind to what marriage was and what it is. And from that, from my deepest pain, He led me to my purpose because in the midst of that, I found a lady who helped women who was um, suffering through, um, so it was either adultery, some women, you know, husbands are addicted to pornography, all Mm -hmm. of that kind of thing. And it was literally a Google search (laughs) that led me to this woman. 
And she was a coach, but a therapist. And she just, man, the, the way she helped me, her program, heal through this process. Um, and she kept saying to me, Kenesha, you need to become a coach. And I said, why do you say that? She says, because every time I have a call with you, I leave more excited and more fulfilled. And I said, well, mm-hmm. but I'm paying you. She's like, right, so you need to become a coach so people can pay you because what you have is this gift. And at that moment, I realized Roman, God had also taken me to Romans. I always forget the exact address, but I think it's in Romans 9 mm-hmm. where he said, I make known, um, and I'm paraphrasing this, but he says, basically he's like, this is what I believe he, he was saying to me when I read it. I brought you mm-hmm. to this place. What if I designed this to happen? for my glory. And when I remember reading it, I thought, what? You orchestrated this, God? And he said, but it's to my glory. And it's what's on the other side of this that is is the point of this. And Mm -hmm. so I I kept looking for the other side. And so what my husband and I decided was that a desert in the Bible was a place of transition or death. So when the Israelites was asked to come out of um, the leadership up under out of slavery, they God wanted to tra- transform them, but many didn't resist, and so they died in the desert. Wow. So my, I said to my husband, "We can either let this marriage die here in this desert, or we can allow mm. God to transform it." And oh so we both agreed to let Him transform our marriage, and from that, oh wow, the miracles, the blessings that came, the new mindset. The transforming, like again, our marriage, the view of marriage, the new understanding that, oh my God, like all these false beliefs I had about marriage and life and the way we were thinking was so poor, it was just full of poison. And and the, the thing is, we have been Christians for years, but mm. not understanding um, that we was taking, we was living, you know, the, the scripture that talks about before renewing your mind, he says, you have to renew your mind from the way, the traditional ways of mm. your ancestors. So we was doing things still the traditional way. But, you know, we're going to church every Sunday. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. But we right. weren't renewing the way we was thinking about marriage, the way we was thinking about love even. Mm. Um, what does that look like? And now that we live that, um, very thoughtful was birthed from that. Because I would say to my husband, I say, God doesn't give me stories. He gives me thoughts. And he said, write the thoughts down. And so that's why very thoughtful is called very thoughtful because God never gave, he he used to, he didn't give me a full story of a thing. He would Mm. give me just a thought Mm. to ponder. And in that thought, learning that it took the thought to transition out of the old way of thinking. Mm. And that's why I call it very thoughtful. And that's why I know that the life you want is just a thought away. Wow. Wow. So wow. So good. Wow. That is <laughs> that is something that is definitely um a testimony and a testimony so needed because there are plenty of marriages and um where they have faced I feel like um infidelity in some Ooh. in some fashion. Yeah. And sometimes I feel like the the emotional might feel more painful than the physical infidelity. Um, sometimes that's kind of difficult to kind of unravel. And um, and how many people I feel like 
wrestle between, do I let this whole thing go? Do I throw the whole man away or do we, do we fight? Do we fight for this? Do I own up to some of the things that may have contributed to his behavior? Like you said, it doesn't excuse it, but it definitely, there's something that had to happen. These things don't just happen out of nowhere. It's like a slow buildup. Um, and so how, you know, how beautiful that God is like, listen, you're, you in this marriage, yeah. <laughs> we're going to make this work, yeah. but you have the autonomy to figure that out between you both. But, um, you know, the primary reason is to stay together, um, and to work through for better or for worse. And sometimes worse could be yeah. like beyond rock bottom sometimes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, and so that that's just, yeah, I think that that's beautiful. That's healing. Um, and I love what you said about the mindset. I think of um, this evidence-based practice I use in my therapy called cognitive behavioral therapy. So and good. it's about yes. um, basically focusing on your thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. And you focus on your thoughts. And the big part is the thoughts. So the thoughts kind of come towards the end of treatment. We call it cognitive processing. Basically, you're just kind of thinking about your thinking (laughs) Um, and really dissecting it and really kind of removing some emotions from it and really focusing on just how powerful um, thoughts are and kind of thinking about that. I know that you have coined miracle mindset mm-hmm. um, and even have a free ebook. Just throw that out there, y'all. To yes, discuss, okay. You know <laughs> why it's important to allow this mindset to uh, dictate our lives. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to ask, you know, like, can you share with our listeners more about the miracle mindset and why is it helpful? Man. So Miracle Mindset came to me um, when I was doing another person's um, morning routine. And actually, I got my kids in on it. And like, wow. here's what I've learned as a wife. I can invite my husband to something, but I don't have to force him into it. Mm. And if he says, no, I don't want to do it, I don't need to take that personally. So I, inv- I invited him into it. And he was like, well, let me think about it. And he, um, the kids was all for it. Like they, I don't know, they drink mommy's Kool-Aid. Like, yeah, do something new, right? So it was getting <laughs> about five in the morning. And we began to, re- like, and we would pray and visualize in the morning. We would affirm. And we started seeing, like, all of these amazing things that happened. So that particular program had some other things in it that, as a family, we started thinking, what parts do we like? Like what parts of this program really works for us? Because some of it, the kids was like, eh, I don't like that, but I like this part, right? And so I began to think about, Lord, you know, what is it about this that made all of these amazing, like the kids' grades went up in school, their attitudes got better. Um, I started getting phone calls for more coaching, more speaking engagements. I was just like, is this core interdental? Um, and so then when I start building this miracle mindset, M being for meditation, I for um, imagination, meaning let's imagine the life we want instead of imagine the life we don't want, which is worry. Mm, um, so R, let's get responsible for our own thoughts, behaviors, and emotions. There's no one else's responsibility. Um, a, let's affirm. Let's affirm the life that we want, not the one that we don't want, meaning that we begin to 
every morning speak out. What is it you want to see today? What does you want to see next week? What if you want to see within a year? But let's give it a voice. So let's affirm it. See, let's get committed to it. L, let's love ourselves enough to receive everything that God has says he wants for us. Because many of us need to let go of, again, the false beliefs, the believing that we're not enough. And then E, as we exercise, let's also expect wonderful things from God. And so when I learned how to begin to put those kind of things in my mind, and I started seeing this where, wow, it's not about I'm praying and asking God for things that I think I want. I started mm-hmm. realizing God put the prayer in me Amen. because now I'm getting bold enough to ask, like, Lord, I didn't even know I wanted that. He was like, I want it for you, so I need you to be in alignment with it mm-hmm. because it's alignment. down the street. It's, it's mm-hmm. a little ways down the path. And only way you're going to receive it when it comes to you is that you have a, the right type of mindset for it. So when people call and say, uh, will you come and speak before 200 people? If my mindset with Lord, I'm full of doubt. I don't have the confidence. I'm not ready. But Lord, who am I to do that? If that is my mindset, when that comes, this is what I'll do. But Lord, is that you? I don't know, God. Who mm-hmm. am I to do it? But when my mindset is now meditating on his word, trusting Mm -hmm. who he says I am, imagining myself like as a speaker, knowing that, you know, wow, Lord, you put this desire in me. Wow. Why did when I saw the picture of Joyce Meyer standing in front of people, why did that resonate with me? If I begin to imagine myself in that place, when I get the phone call to come stand in front of 200 people, I can say yes to that now because I have a mind that aligns with the vision that he's already put in front of me. Mm. And so we have to know that God uses our mind to, and look at the Bible. He spoke to people in dreams. He showed them visions before they happened. Where do we think the great ideas come from? How do we know what God has for us, but that he show it to us first in our mind and our imagination. But we have to have a mind that is receptive to the Mm. big thing. Otherwise, Satan would use it. I always thought it was, when I begin to study the scripture, people always says, um, the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. John chapter 10, verse 10 is yes. my scripture. <laughs> and then he says, Jesus says, yeah, I come that you have life and have it more abundantly. He Amen. showed me that. I've seen it a thousand times, but I never really looked at it. Prior to him speaking that, he talks about the voice. You will know, my sheep will know my voice. So we got to mm. understand we have voices in our head all the time. One right. saying, go for it. You can do it. The other saying, no, be careful. You don't want to do that. You're going to lose everything. Mm. How do you know God's voice? And then we have to understand that those scriptures are sitting right beside each other. So God is warning us, listen, I'm going to, here's my voice. I'm going to tell you something. Satan is right there to steal it from you. But Mm -hmm. I claim that you have life and you have it more abundantly. So you have to know my voice. You have to know when I say move, move. You have to know when someone calls you out of the blue and says, hey, here's this amazing opportunity. Will you come? And, and some of us will go, Satan goes, you better not do that. Well, God told us he's coming to kill, steal, and destroy. He's doing mm-hmm. it through our thoughts. And so then some of us will talk ourselves out of it. And then we'll go share the dream with someone else. And then they go, yeah, well, girl, yeah. How are you going to live abroad? Do you know what it's like over there? Chinese people don't like black people. These are the kind of things I heard. <laughs> and then I go, well, I really believe this is where God is calling me and my family. And I get there and I am having the opportunity to talk and minister and meet 
people and literally stand on stages and go into embassies. And I'm like, who designed this? Mm. Because I said yes, because I had a mindset that would say yes, even when I'm afraid. That mm. would say yes to the things that don't make sense of this world. But that is literally because I had begin to have create a mindset where I trust the vision. Lord, don't understand it. Don't know how. Got a little bit afraid. But he says, fear not if I am with you. Fear not right. because I go before you. And beginning to believe that. And that mm. to me is the miracle mindset where you your mind is so still in him that every moment, every day is like a miracle. Like you get... I promise you, just yesterday, I got a, I had a meeting, and I'm going like, really, God? That's what we're doing next? And he's like, yeah, that's what we're doing next. Wow. Mm. That was so good, Kanisha. I mean, there's just so much depth to what you just shared. Um, but I really resonated with this, the idea of affirming God's plans for you. Yeah. Um, and just really, it's at the end of the day, it's speaking life into existence. Mm-hmm. And so it all has to do with your mind. If you don't believe that God has great plans for you, or you don't believe in the plans right. that God has already shown you, you're not going to walk them out. Exactly. You have to be in the right mindset to receive the call, the gifting, the mm. prosperity that he desires to give you. And that Absolutely. at the end of the day, just blessings. God wants to bless us tenfold, each yeah. and every one of us. He is not a respecter of persons. That is in the scripture. Right. Now, favor ain't fair now. He do That's got right. favor. And I like that favor, Lord. No, I like that favor. But, but I have a good friend, um, and he was sharing with me last week, like he could just sh- he could see that my language was kind of just not really speaking life. Mm-hmm. That I wasn't really mm-hmm. using the power as a woman of God um, to speak life over the things that I desire or that I wanted mm-hmm. or the things that I was struggling with. He you know he wanted me to really speak life and 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 say that I'm gonna you know be changed and be whole. I am Ooh, already. Stop. You know. <laughs> and yeah. so, of course, it was all God, but He used Him to really help me to realize, wow. God wants to elevate my mind, yeah. <laughs> my mindset, and my speech. Because yeah. as we already know, the scripture says, there is power in the tongue, life yeah. or death. So at the end of the day, you choose what power you want to have in your life. Do you yeah. want death or do you want life? Period. There, there's no ifs, there's no buts. So if you on your heart want to be a millionaire, then yeah. you start claiming it every single day. That's right. Now, yeah. you also use wisdom to do the, to, you know, to be led by God to right. do the things you need to do to get there. Because yeah. it's just not, you all believe you got to actually you know, work for it too. That's now. right. Yeah. Because the Lord said now, yes, faith without works is death. Yeah. <laughs> so they go hand in hand. And the um, scripture, but, you know, that's yeah. to whom much is given, much is required. I, Ooh, I so grew good. up hearing that. Where people mm. say that as though oh, if I have a lot, I'm supposed to give a lot. No, no, no. God, well, one day I was, one season when I was in China, I was, oh my, I was slammed with a lot. And I remember waking up one morning and I was like, Lord, I'm so exhausted. And he says, to whom much is given, much is required. And so if you want a lot, if you want that million dollars, it's going to require a lot. And it's okay. He'll see you through it. But don't Amen. think that the, you know, the, the getting, and it's about who will you be willing to become. So yeah, to whom much is given, much is required. And so we have to begin right. to understand that if you're if God is putting your heart big dreams, big visions, you ain't gonna have a you don't see sleep in your vision. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You, you know, he, you see rest. You'll see rest, but you may not see sleep. Right. Because he, he tells us to rest in him. But he didn't say go to sleep and you're gonna sleep twelve hours and you're gonna spend the day watching TV. That ain't a part of the vision. Mm. Yeah. 
So yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. How about you, Shelly? What's your reflection, love? And girl, I'm just <laughs> marinating. Everything is coming. So woo-y. <laughs> um yes. so what I'm like reflecting on is just work just work in relationships and business and dreams. And I think about the call for marriages and mm. it's not just willy nilly. Oh, let's, mm-hmm. you know, spend the a rest of our lives together. Like there's really like two people have some big purposes and big calls in their life individually. Mm-hmm. And to have that wrapped up in one and to, Want to pursue that beyond the ups and downs, I think is just, um, it, it definitely, it really does take, it, it takes work. Like people are like, yeah, marriage is work, but no, like <laughs> you are working on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you um, can only really work on yourself because you yeah. can't work on the other person. You know, you are trusting that God will change that person's heart because God is the one who knows the heart of men and, um, and our thoughts. So it's like, he could really dig deep whereas we can't. And, um, and it's just so important to trust God, even when I think there's pain, um, even when it's, when it's just Mm. so difficult, even if your trust is about as wobbly as like (laughs) a newborn trying to walk, (laughs) I I feel like he takes, he takes anything like, like whatever, as long as you move towards it, he'll, you know, he, he just, he puts together everything else. Like he'll pave the way, but you do have to work on it. Sometimes you do, you might have to be up. You might have to Mm -hmm. cry it out. You might have to really search and dig deep for a plan. You Mm -hmm. might have to seek out others for assistance. Like you might have to build and like, keep, keep moving. You might have to work. You're going to have to work hard. Um, even when it comes to your own life in your own mind, like trusting God. Um, I think a lot of people do struggle with you. I know I struggle with that. (laughs) And so I can't say like, Oh, I trust God. (laughs) Like in all things, like sometimes my flesh is like, "Mm, I trusted you Lord last week. Now this week, (laughs) I don't know what you're doing this week. (laughs) You don't seem to be hearing me. (laughs) And so, um, to trust, to really trust him at his word that he's going to, he's going to put you on the other side of whatever the situation is, whether it's your relationship, whether it's what you're gifted in, whether it's the business, um, trusting God to get you on the other side, um, is huge. But trusting but him say, also to yeah. build you into who you need to be through the process. Yeah. Come on. That's the part Come on. Like that, I promise you. I feel like sometimes that's the part that we get frustrated about because we want the thing, right? We want the, we want the marriage. We want the business. We want that. What we Mm -hmm. don't know that he knows is there's a, there is something in you that I need to, I need to, to strengthen you in. Mm -hmm. I need to stretch you in. I need to push you in. And some things I need to strip you of Mm -hmm. to get you there. And so when Mm -hmm. those parts are happening, we oftentimes think, well, Lord, do you even hear me? And Lord, I don't understand. And God is going, because I'm growing you. 
Mm-hmm. And, and you're fighting me. You're resisting the growth. And so I can't give you this yet. I can't give mm-hmm. you the husband. I can't give you the wife because you won't move into the growth position. And mm-hmm. what he, and just right. how he has taught me relationships. Oh, my, let me tell you. And I, and I don't, you know, I want to make sure I, I honor you guys' time. But I feel like I have to say this. Mm-hmm. Relationships are so about revealing to you who you are to take before God. Recently, Andre said to me recently, he was like, you are selfish. Hmm. Now, the old me, the the marriage that I was in prior to the tearing down of walls, the false Hmm. belief about marriage, where I'm supposed to be happy and you're supposed to make me happy, that Hmm. Kanisha would have been angry with him. And how dare you? And don't you know all the stuff I do for you? Right. Mm -hmm. But when my husband said to me, you are selfish, I said, "Okay, show me where show me where I'm selfish, not Mm -hmm. so that I can defend it, because I got to take all that to God. Yeah. Literally now, when little moments happen where I feel myself like even getting angry, getting frustrated, whether it's towards Andre, towards other people, towards just life, like, oh my God, this Lord, these people want me to learn to read a thousand chapters in a day. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Where am I being selfish? Mm-hmm. So I, I now I have a re- revelation about myself that I am selfish. So God, will you show me where am I being selfish? How do I heal the selfishness? How can I be better and not be so selfish? Because it's been revealed to me. And so you don't resist and you don't fight your point to save your position. Mm. You surrender that position to God so that he can go, yes, yes, little one. Now you know that you're selfish. Yes, right. now you know that you, you have a false belief. Yes, now you, you understand mm. that you, you have a way of seeing the world that's not productive. Will mm. you let me heal that part in you? Amen. So often we're in resistance to it because that's kind of how we are as people. We want to hold on. I'm right. And I feel you you disrespected me. It's not about you being disrespected. It's about God saying, I want to heal that part. I need you to see it so that I can heal it because he can only heal what is revealed. Mm. I love that. And it's so interesting that you bring this up because in this season, God has used those who are in my life, whether it be just friendships or family, he has truly used people that I love and trust to show me the parts of myself that are the ugliest. Yeah. And God doesn't need to use people to do that. God already, and I'll be honest with you, God confirmed it in me and him when we were mm-hmm. sitting down in my room together mm-hmm. before he confirmed it in my, my family or friends. Yeah. But he used that as a push to, okay, bride, get your act together. Yeah. Because where I want to take you, you can't bring mm-hmm. that. You know, you can't bring the selfishness. I would say pride. Just give you good examples. You can't bring that mindset. Yeah. You can't bring the insecurity. You can't bring the rejection. Right. You can't bring that. I need yeah. you whole. Because where I want to take you, if you're not whole, you won't be able to be taken there. And that's not what I want for you. I want to mm-hmm. take you there. 
I want you to have a full uh, life full of satisfaction, just like in chapter John, um, you know, 10, verse 10, as you were talking about earlier. Yes, the enemy comes to still kill and destroy, but God, Jesus came to give us a life full of satisfaction. And God Mm -hmm. wants it for all of us, but we can get in our way of that. It is us. Not it's not God. Don't Mm -hmm. put no blame on God. And don't put the blame on the enemy. It is you. At the end of the day, it is you who is the greatest barrier to your success, to your where God desires to take you, period. <laughs> and, and and I'll be real. I, I had to be very vulnerable in this season with those who are close to me, those even outside yeah. of my family, because you know, um, it was hard because now yeah. they see in parts of me. I'm like, oh God, I don't want them to be seeing right. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, with for me, me, it was like I don't even want to see that. Ooh, I'm yes, like that. right. Yes. <laughs> yes. And um, God has really grown a Shelly and I's friendship, and we've shared that before in our uh, our first episode. So go check that out, guys, for you to kind of get to know more about us. But, Mm -hmm. you know, God has grown our friendship as if it's been like 12, 15 years. That's how I feel. Um, And it's been that way just in this month. Like, I I love Shelly. Always loved her. We were friends for, you know, almost almost three years, you know, Mm -hmm. but God really has drawn us closer as sisters. And he showed her me. Mm. And I'm like, oh God, don't do that. And I even told her, I was like, oh, Shelly, I don't want you to see that part of me. Yeah. But she was graceful. She was loving. And um, that's what God wants us to have is true, authentic relationships. Because the scripture says he desires for us to be in fellowship, but for good reason. Yeah. He said to help your brother and sister. If the sin is not going to take them so far away, help to encourage them to, to turn their life around, right. um, to be better, to speak life over them um, in a way like a righteous judgment, not judging them as if you're better, but like, right. here's what the word says. Let's be better together. Yeah. And right. um, there's so much power and community. So yeah. just don't lose sight of that, especially right now in the pandemic and us right. not gathering as a full church. We are the church. You don't need a church building together. Yeah. Connect through Zoom, connect through phone call. And see those who you can make community a priority because in community yeah. you grow as well. Yes, yeah. you grow in your, your prayer room with just Jesus because all you need is Jesus. Mm-hmm. But he's made us for fellowship. He's made us for yeah. community. So that was just so in my heart to share, Kanisha. But you just have spoken so much life. I can talk for hours about this. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. It's yeah. so good. Um, so I want to ask you, uh, Karnisha, is, you know, based on where you are now in life, mm-hmm. um, what final words would you like to share uh, to our listeners? Um, what What has God been speaking to you lately? Mm. Just you're you're right where you're supposed to be, mm. Mm. and finding like getting peace in that. That's why He's really it's just teaching me that I have a plan for you. Like I know the plans I have for you, mm. and. and resting in that when it looks like nothing is happening everything is happening like it, it's just not me he is just just the way he re- recently shared that with me I knew like before we left China I he's told me he said tell Andre to apply for leadership positions and even apply for the ones he think he doesn't qualify for so my husband's a teacher and mm-hmm. he had been applying for teaching jobs and so I knew even recently Andre got a job and he was going to, he accepted a job, but it was a teacher's job. And I said, if you choose that job, I will honor you. I will respect you. But I don't think that's the one for you. But if you think that's the one for you, I'm with you. Because I knew what God had said to me. The next day, a leadership position contacted him and says, we want to offer you this job. And so I was like, oh, this is wonderful. Yay, God, you were speaking to me. But I knew, God knew in my own quiet time, I said, who am I here? 
Like, I know why I was in China. I built an audience. People, you know, pay for my services. Who am I here? We're in a small rural area of North Carolina. And God said, why do you think I had a plan for Andre and not for you? See, I know the plans I have for you. And I said, oh, I, I, I don't know. Because I, you, didn't, you spoke to me about him. You didn't tell me what my plan is. He said, I have a plan for you. Mm-hmm. And I called a lady for one other thing. She says, oh, you're here? You're going to be here? I'm going to help you write your 501c3 because you're going to need that wow. in a rural area. She's like, I'm going to help you write it for free, and we're going to do it within a week. I was like, what? Wow. I called this lady about jewelry. <laughs> Look at God. Look at God. And wow. then yesterday, I got, had a meeting with a pastor here, and he says, I know, you know, I, I've watched you. I've seen what you do. Will you be the leader, the, the, the leader of the women's ministry in this church? Mm, and he says, wow. we don't even have a vision for that. We want to know what, what God's vision is through you for that. He says, I don't want to put you in a box. And we're about, he says, and you don't even, this is what blew my mind. He says, you don't even have to be a member of the church to do this because we know God is bigger than membership. And that has always been a thing for me. Hmm. So when he said that, I knew. So what is God doing? He is showing me that every moment, like everything that has happened in my life from this point is what it was divinely designed and it is preparing me for the next thing. And yeah. so I want your listeners to know that don't think your mistakes, your frustrations, your hurts are for waste. Don't think mm-hmm. the dream that you had when you was 12 and maybe 20 and now you're older and you can't, you think, I don't know, maybe I made it up. You did not make it up. God does not forget your dreams. And everything that you, every Thing that you've experienced when you learn to understand the experience stop being mm. bitter about it stop being upset about it stop being frustrated about it again get that miracle mindset you Amen. would say, you would see that god wants to take those experiences and he he's going to use them that scripture that says all things work together for the good of those who love the lord mm, those are so all good. your ingredients Everything that you've experienced are all the ingredients you need to walk in the very purpose that he designed you for. And so you have to get that mindset so that you understand that, wow, maybe you've been in an abusive relationship. Maybe your parents was abusive. Maybe you've been, you know, molested. God didn't do, let that happen to you to destroy you. He, God is, he, he, he offered us all free will. But what he would do is take the very ugly in your life and make it your ministry if you allow him to take you through the process of healing. And it's all going to start with the mind because your mind is telling you, I'm not, maybe because of these things, I'm nothing. I'm never going to be anybody. Nobody loves me. Nobody cares. Mm. He's trying to get you to renew the mind to the place where he's saying, I died on a cross for you. Right. Why? And do you really think I'm mad with you? Some people think God is mad with him. Some people think God is punishing them. Your right. choices and the decisions you make, it may be creating what feels like punishment for you. But God is not punishing you. He just needs you to renew your mind, come into a miracle mindset so that you can see, oh, oh, God, this is how I can use that. Instead of allowing your pain to use you, you can use your pain. Yeah. So I want people to know you're right where you're supposed to be and everything has happened up until this point when you learn to switch the way you process it god will use it to his glory and he will use you to his glory 
But you've got to get in that mindset so that you, you can come out of frustration, anger, bitterness, resentment, um, oh, oh, woe is me, feeling sorry for yourself. And so that you can move into the destiny of it was all for something. And I'm ready to allow you, God, to show me what it was all for and to walk in the very glory that you call me into so that you may be glorified. Wow. Mm. That's beautiful. So that is so, so beautiful. Um, yeah. Carnesia, we are definitely honored and blessed to just have you on uh, today. And I know that we were blessed, you know, by your words today. So I just definitely hope that um, our listeners uh, were as well. Um, so listeners, you know, give us, drop comments, give us feedback, yes. let us know, you know, what, what you loved what you want more on, we'll definitely be having uh, Miss Barry back uh, just because her words are just too oily. And when I say oily, guys, mm. I just, I'm saying anointed. <laughs> so, um, anointed. you know, we'll definitely, we'll definitely have her back on. So how can um, our listeners find you? So you can find me on my website at BarryThoughtfulLife.com. So BarryThoughtfulLife.com. Um, you can also find me on Facebook at Barry Thoughtful Life Coaching. And YouTube, very thoughtful. Everything is very thoughtful. If you're looking for Kenesha, <laughs> everything is very, um, Instagram, very thoughtful. So just Google, if nothing else, if you can't remember, very thoughtful. But definitely go to my website, verythoughtfullife.com. If you sign up for my newsletter, you will instantly get my free um, ebook on my Miracle mm-hmm. Mindset. Thank you for coming on. We are so honored and blessed that you came on today and shared your words of wisdom and your journey. You were vulnerable and just spoke life. So I know you blessed us and um, definitely I got to bless our listeners. So thanks again for coming on. We hope that you enjoyed that episode and will continue to make room and space for grace. Make sure to subscribe on all major podcasting platforms. You can connect with us by going to our Milkshake account at msha.ke slash space of grace podcast, where you'll find our Instagram, Facebook, website, and ways to listen to space of grace. Don't forget to tune in every Monday. It's going to be dope.